Happy podcast day, my lovely friends. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. If it's your first episode or your hundredth and something episode, I'm your host, Elizabeth Dahl, and I'm your personal wellness coach here to help you get rid of dieting in your life, gain control over food, and achieve your weight loss and wellness goals without restriction or pain. And if your goal is to heal your relationship with food and your body and create sustainable lifestyle of health and wellness and weight loss, you are in the right spot. And I'm so glad to have you here. Before I dive into the episode though, I first want to let you know, if you haven't heard yet, I am offering a free training I created just for you called Beat the Binge. This is a free on-demand workshop to help you stop overeating, gain control over food, and lose weight without going back on another diet. So if you are someone that finds yourself struggling with going on and off diets, cutting out foods only to then lose control and um, eat them all, right? Lose control around them when you mess up on your diet and you live in a constant cycle of yo-yo eating, weight loss, weight regain, I created this workshop specifically for you. During the workshop, I share my top three secrets to helping you get off the diet and restriction hamster wheel and back to balance with food so that you can lose the weight for good without more dieting, restriction, tracking, measuring, weighing food ever again. You'll learn how to stop sabotaging and overeating on repeat. You'll learn how to unlock your weight loss potential without going back to diets, food tracking, or restriction. And I'm teaching you the exact steps that I've used to help hundreds of clients and students transform their bodies with a realistic, sustainable plan that leads to long-term results. All of that plus more is included in this free workshop, and you can sign up for it at awomanofwellness.com forward slash training. I am really excited. I created it with a lot of love for you and hope that it can be um, a really great help to support you in healing that relationship with food and getting started on creating sustainable weight loss in your life with balance with food. So go sign up for that workshop. Go watch it. It's a really great one. And now we can dive into the episode. Welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast, a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body, and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt, shame, or regret. To the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, or who lets food and fitness rules overtake her life, it's time to put a hard stop on diet culture and discover wellness within. My friend, you are already a woman of wellness. Your worth is more than a number on the scale. You are worthy of showing up in love for your body today and every day. On this podcast, I want you to show up as yourself beautifully imperfect and gain confidence to accomplish anything you set your mind to. I believe that every woman has the gift of knowing what her body truly wants and needs within herself, and I'm here to help you discover it. Join me each week for conversations about food, fitness, weight loss, and wellness to help you achieve your goals and love taking care of your unique body. 
It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable. And I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together. Let's talk about how to eat healthy without demonizing, quote, bad foods. <laughs> so from now on, you know, bad foods is is labels that we've put on foods as bad or wrong or shouldn't eat them or anything like that. And this, the idea for this episode kind of came about because I was getting lots of questions of, you know, I really want to eat healthy or my doctor told me I need to eat this way. I'm insulin resistant or I need to follow this protocol. Um, and I, and I want to, I want to be healthier, but it feels like sometimes when I start trying to do that, then I start to become like more judgmental of the bad foods, right? Um, and how do I find a balance and how do I eat healthy without feeling like I'm saying that that food is bad for me, if that makes sense. So the truth is there's all kinds of reasons we want to eat healthy, right? We have health needs, we have lifestyle wants, all of the above. How do we then change our diets without demonizing the quote, bad stuff. And the first thing that I wanna, I wanna jump right into it, I'm going all in, <laughs> we're jumping right in, is the first thing that we need to understand is any change that we want to make with our nutrition needs to stem or originate from a place of positivity. It will only be successful if you start there, instead of, I have to change this because, or I don't really want to, but I have to, or, you know, kind of like, oh, or I'm desperate, right? That, that kind of space doesn't leave us with positivity. It fills us with shame and guilt and frustration and sets us up for failure, really. So it really needs to stem from a place of positivity. And in order to do that, we have to ask ourselves, why is it important to me? right? Why is it important to me, not the doctor or anyone else that has suggested I do it this way, but why is it important to me? Why do I want to create these changes? We have to go deeper than just weight loss, okay? So maybe weight loss is part of your why, but go deeper. Why is it important to you to create these changes? beyond just seeing the scale change. Do you feel like you want more energy? You wanna show up more for your life? You wanna be able to do X, Y, Z? You wanna feel good? Maybe you're in a place of not feeling good at all and you just wanna feel better, right? So we have to ask ourselves why it's important to me and not just because the doctor said so or not just because so-and-so said so. It has to be important to me, okay? And we also have to understand nutrition. We have to understand why, where foods fit and why foods fit, right? Why are the fruits and vegetables, quote, healthier for me than the cookies? And why do I create a label that it's bad? And why why would I want to eat more of these things? Why would I want to be focusing on protein? So understanding nutrition is really important. Protein helps me feel full. Fat helps with cell stuff and brain health and all this stuff, right? Carbohydrates help me with, um, with uh, energy and right understanding and learning like, oh, if I get a balance of those kinds of things, that helps me here. And sugar has a place and also 
supports me in a different way, right? I think we can all agree that eating only cookies doesn't make us feel good because there's a lot of nutrients that we get from the quote healthy foods that are important too. And so we have to also just like neutrally understand nutrition, which is really important. Okay. So let's talk about how do we then change our diets without kind of like feeling like we're shaming the bad stuff or because as soon as we start to do that, we, we kind of build up a craving for it, right? As soon as it becomes off limits, um, we want more of them. And so we want to incorporate more healthy eating without feeling like we're, um, trying to avoid the less supportive foods. Okay. So the first thing that I suggest is to, and you're, you're going to think I'm crazy, but this is really true and it really works. Explore the bad foods if they've been off limits. Okay. Let yourself experience them without judgment. Explore the foods that have been off limits. And I recognize if you're like, well, my doctor said I'm pre-diabetic, like let's be careful here. But we have to understand that they all have a place. We have to understand how they make our bodies feel and we kind of have to, we kind of just have to let them be part of it. And part of the healing process requires us to bring things back in that have been off limits, both physically. So maybe if they've been off limits physically and also emotionally, right? Maybe you've eaten them, but emotionally you've demonized them for so long that they've become this forbidden food that when you're off your diet or when you lose control, you turn to that food right? And then that doesn't support what we're trying to accomplish here. So we've got to explore the bad foods or just keep them there if they're like part of your life, right? We have to kind of let them be for a minute and and recognize that there's a place for these, for all food. Second, create satisfaction with food. How do you want this food to serve you? So if you're trying to create a healthier lifestyle through better nutrition, more supportive nutrition, then you can start asking this question of like, how do I want this to serve me? How do I want my breakfast to serve me? I want energy for the rest of the, my, my day. I was gonna say energy for the rest of my life. <laughs> Don't we all? Don't we all? Um, but asking yourself, you know, what does it look like? Or how can I let this food serve me? How does protein serve me? How do carbohydrates? How does this specifically serve me? And how do I want to feel? For example, you have a bagel in front of you. How do I want this food to serve me? Well, I understand that it's mostly full of carbohydrates. Okay, quick carbohydrates. And I'm asking myself, I want to feel more energized throughout the day. I want to feel satisfied. So we have to look and say, okay, I want to meet my taste, fullness, and satisfaction needs here. Taste, fullness, and satisfaction needs. So maybe I really like bagels. Is this going to fill me up all that much? Probably not. Why? Because I understand nutrition and protein is helps fill me up. Fats help me f- help fill me up. And will it, 
will it um, meet my satisfaction needs? Maybe, maybe not. And so you look for where you're kind of missing some of those pieces and you say, okay, well, I want sustainable energy. So I can enjoy this bagel or maybe half of this bagel and I'm going to add a protein source to it as well. Maybe I make myself a protein smoothie or I'm going to turn this bagel actually, instead of putting cream cheese on it, I'm going to put like sausage, egg, and cheese on it with some uh, spinach or whatever, right? How can I meet all of those needs? Because it's based on how I want to feel. So we need to be satisfied. We need to be satisfied taste-wise. We need to be satisfied hunger and fullness-wise. And we need to be satisfied in the enjoyment of it, right? Like, I don't feel like I want more food because I ate something I didn't like. So that's the second step is really thinking, how do I create satisfaction with all foods and specifically the foods that I want to improve? Um, And then the third thing I want to talk about is creating additions and substitutions, not subtractions. That was a lot. Let me try that again. Let me grab some water. You want to create additions and substitutions, not subtractions. As soon as we start having to say, I have to take this out, I have to take that out, we want it, right? As soon as I, my doctor says you have to have less sugar, we want more sugar, <laughs> of course, right? So I want you to think about additions and substitutions, not subtractions. What can I add to improve this food or this meal? Can I add something to improve it? for taste, fullness, and satisfaction, right? Nutrition needs. How can I improve it? What can I add to improve? For example, the bagel. Maybe you add a protein source. Maybe you add a vegetable source. Or like for me, for example, I enjoy pancakes. I really like pancakes. But I know that pancakes don't make me feel better in the long run. So when I make my pancakes or my waffles, I will usually add either like peanut butter with some nuts on it, or I'll do like blueberries with hemp seeds and nuts um, and a little bit of maple syrup on it. So I look for ways to improve that food that I enjoy, but I know that alone it's not going to satisfy my fullness needs and I'll be hungry sooner, right? So what can I add to improve? What can I substitute? to improve? Is there something I could switch out? Instead of the cream cheese, could I go with peanut butter? Or instead of um, just plain syrup, could I add syrup with nuts and seeds on it? Can I substitute something? Could I, instead of just having the basic pancake and waffle mix, could I find one that has protein in it? Or could I throw some protein in it, right? Can I find a different substitute, a different option? I want to share a little bit about my story and my journey, and hopefully it will kind of help you a little bit. So a few years ago, long story short, the doctor was like, you should probably never eat dairy and gluten again. (laughs) And I was like, what? (laughs) And I'm not going to lie, it's it's been a process to get here and and understanding my body and understanding things. And I'm not fully off of it all. Heck no. (laughs) But... I have learned how to meet my body's needs. I've learned how to work with my body. I've learned what I can and can't have. I've, I, I'm 
continually learning and exploring. I'm not done yet. Um, but you know, when I went there, he was like, you should go off all these things. And when you're desperate, you, you know, you do start that way. And then all of a sudden you like get really hungry for food that's off limits. And I kind of struggled a little bit in my, my swinging back and forth with all of that. And so one thing that I, um, one thing that I really have been working on is, you know, how can I improve this? How can I add? How can I substitute? And so I started trying to substitute bread and it, it's been really hard. I haven't really found a gluten-free bread that I like. And so that one's been really hard, but I have been learning a little bit more about sourdough and that's kind of been what I'm like, that's going to be my next step is like, I want to enjoy bread and I want it to support my gut and my body, but I don't love these alternatives. So I'm going to find something else. I'm going to keep working on it. Dairy, easier for me. I have been able to find several different substitutes to dairy that I am totally fine with. Cheese is the only one I haven't. So if you have a good one, send it to me. Um, but I've been able to substitute most of that. And so I look at it in this way, instead of, I have to eliminate dairy from my life. I said, okay, I'm going to try this alternative. I'm going to see how this goes. Does it meet my taste, my fullness and my satisfaction needs? And I do that with a lot of things. And that's just a normal part of my life. And if you think that In fact, this is my fourth step. I got ahead of myself. Find ways to continually rebalance, okay? So rebalance throughout the day. Rebalance throughout your meals. I rebalance all the time, right? Sometimes I overdo it on the gluten and I can tell, or the dairy. Or I'm constantly trying to find alternatives to gluten. Or I'm constantly trying to find more ways I can incorporate protein into some of the foods that I really like because I want to be satisfied. Or I adjust and say, man, this breakfast wasn't as heavy in protein as I probably need. I'm going to make sure my snack or my lunch is a little bit higher in protein. And you're constantly adjusting. And that is a normal, happy relationship with food too. It doesn't have to be exhausting. It doesn't have to be wearing or anything like that. It's normal. It's normal to continually adjust. And so instead of taking maybe what the doctor says, or, you know, if you're trying to shift and looking at it as a bad thing, a negative thing, right? Stemming from a place of negativity. How can I switch this to a place of positivity? I want to do this because why is this important to me? And not just the doctor, but why is it important to me? And when it becomes important to me that it becomes a positive place to then start exploring and start learning. And instead of trying to be perfect and failing, just saying I'm winning or I'm learning. I'm either winning and I'm doing it right, or I'm learning and I'm adjusting. I do that all the time. So focusing on what we can't have only creates more desire. Focus on what you can have. How can you substitute this? I love plain pancakes, but I also can't, I also love pancakes that actually have stuff on it that satisfies me. And I love it even more because it it helps me show up better. So I take the extra energy to make sure that I add the stuff that 
will continue to give me energy. And as you do this, as you start shifting that mindset, as you start adjusting, the food demonizing and binging will naturally go away. It will. It'll naturally go away. It'll naturally disappear. And you will find yourself more eating more foods that support your body, regardless of the motivation behind it, right? Where it originated. If it originated from your doctor, you get to say, I get to create what I want from this. Or if it originated from you, you get to say the same thing. I want to create this. And when you do, those demonizing, those thoughts, those quote bad scenarios, those bad foods, it's all going to start to balance out naturally. And I want to give you a challenge to try it. Prove me on it because it works. Okay. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm excited to just be, I love these podcasts. I hope you really love them too. Make sure you sign up for the beat the binge training. If you'd like to get more information on, you know, getting out of the diet cycle and you want to go deeper on that and heal your relationship with food. We've got the wellness Academy that can support you and Um, I haven't said much about it lately, but um, I do offer one-on-one coaching as well. If you are like someone that wants um, to have that one-on-one approach to all of this, we can absolutely do that as well. So anyway, everything's in the show notes. I'll be back next week with another episode. Okay, my friend, if you love the Woman of Wellness podcast, did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review? This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness and I will be sure to send my love right back. And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. I absolutely mean it.